Live by faith. May your faith truly be a dependence lived on your God. May our worship be lit up as we celebrate the God who is not keeping himself secret, but he's making himself clear. Hey, church, would you stand to your feet? Let's worship our King. If you're joining us online, we just uh, ask that you join in big here today. Let's just worship our King of Kings today. Thank you. 
Lord, with all we are today, let every molecule of our body cry out, all hail to our King. We love you. We praise you. We pray this has been a sweet sound to your ear as we bow before our King today. We love you, and we just pray that you move and work in this place in an awesome way today. All hail the King, for you are holy, holy, holy. It's in the beautiful, precious name of Jesus we pray it all. Amen. Amen. Why don't you take a moment and greet some of those around you? Welcome, Summit Point Church. It is great to be worshiping together, whether you're in person here or online. Just want to extend a welcome. We are excited about Jesus Christ in this place. Amen? Amen. My name is Steve McGinnis. I'm the missions and family pastor. And on behalf of Pastor Tim and the staff and elders, uh, we are excited to be worshiping together here today. Well, hey, I'd like to invite you to take out your phone and pull up the church app. If you're online, you can click the uh, connect button there for the uh, friendship register. We'd love for you to take just a moment and go ahead and sign in. It's just a great way that we can know that you are a part of things here today. And uh, there is a section there in the middle portion, if you scroll down just a little bit, where you can also... um, Uh, sign up to uh, get involved in some of the ministries that we've got going on here. We're super excited that pretty much everything is back up and running. And there are lots of ministry that is happening. And we would love for you to be a part of that. And so if there's uh, one of those areas of special interest, uh, maybe you'd be interested in getting and jumping in uh, to a ministry, check one of those boxes. And uh, we would love to get some info out to you this week. At the bottom, there is a place for prayer requests, and and we say it every week, we mean it. We would love to be able to partner with you to be praying for whatever's going on in your life. So please take advantage of that and fill out any prayer requests and submit that at this time would be fantastic. Well, hey, a couple of announcements. Uh, You've heard the last couple of weeks, but it is not too late to sign up for the child dedication. So that is coming up actually next Saturday Uh, with everything that's been going on. We're kind of playing catch up a little bit. A lot of babies that have been born and others that have come in and would like to take advantage of this dedication time. And so we're going to be doing it on Saturday instead of Sunday mornings. But we are super excited for that. It's going to be a great time there. Uh, Just a a moment of worship and of challenge and then to be able to to come alongside before your God and, and dedicate uh, your little ones to the Lord. And uh, then not only that, man, we've got uh, then a, a great time of just uh, interacting then out in the atrium. You've got a professional pick that every family will get as well as an opportunity to get some handprints and some things to remember the day and some food and a lot of interaction, a lot of laughing, a lot of fun. And so it is not too late to get signed up for that. But the door is almost closed. So we've really got about 24 hours here and we'll be closing down registration. So if you've not signed up, and maybe for some of you, because I've heard rumors, you are planning on it, but you still have not signed up. Here's your warning. Get signed up in the next uh, 24 hours. We'd love for you to be a part of that. Well, uh, super excited. Not only that, then in two weeks from today, we are going to be having a baptism service. Amen. 
Man, we are fired up. If you've not been around for one of our baptism services, you are in for a treat. It is just an, uh, just an exciting time. It's amazing as you hear story after story of God at work in the lives of people. And uh, you don't want to miss it. And let me just throw it out. If you've not been baptized since uh, coming to Christ and, and since you've been saved, man, this is for you. And so you can go online, you can get signed up for that. We would love for you to be a part of that. You will hear some more here shortly uh, about this next couple of weeks as we get uh, prepped for that. But uh, love for you to take advantage of that. You can get signed up for that. It will be in two weeks. Well, uh, just as we say it every uh, week, but uh, just a number of different opportunities as we kind of transition to a time of giving and uh, you can give through the church app, you can give online, uh, or you can give in person here as you're leaving. Uh, the ushers have bags as well, and so love for you to be, take a part of that. Uh, as we go to a time of prayer now, just wanted to give a quick update. I know many of you have reached out and asked about the earthquake in Haiti, and uh, uh, just uh, we were able to very quickly to get a hold of Pastor Abraham and Jock Mel, who was able to get a hold of all nine churches and church plants that we've got in Haiti. And all of our churches and people are doing fine. And while they all felt it, uh, none of it really experienced the damage. The, most of that damage is really in the southwest peninsula there of the country. And so we, really we just need to be in prayer for that a lot of loss of life, a lot of destruction of property, and already in, in just a rough environment before this. And, and now even there's hurricane stuff moving up through as well and just a, a lot that's going on there. And so be praying for that nation and to be praying also for these, our churches and, and our brothers and sisters in Christ as they try to come alongside and do ministry with some, a lot of hurting people. And so uh, just want to be keeping that in prayer, especially here in the next few days in this coming week here. So let, let's plunge a bow with me and let's just take a moment and pray for that right now. Lord Jesus, we lift up our praise to you. Lord, all hail King Jesus. Uh, Lord, it's just an amazing thing. In the midst of our sin, you love us. You don't ask us to get cleaned up. You say, come to me and I'll help you get cleaned up. And Lord, we praise you for that. Lord, I, I pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ and, and Haiti. Uh, Lord, I, I pray for the, these churches and these people. I pray for so many that are hurting in this country right now in general, but especially after the earthquake yesterday. And Lord, just the devastation, the loss of life, the trying to uh, just uh, figure out uh, who's even alive and around. Lord, just pray for those efforts. I pray for uh, these churches to be able to come alongside, to rally alongside some very hurting people. Lord, for resources and all that goes into that, Lord. Lord, we trust you in the midst of such, uh, such devastation, Lord, and such hurt. Lord Jesus, I pray as we open up your word in the next few moments, Lord, that we, you would just come to life, that we would hear from you. Lord, it would affect us and change us. Lord, may we just leave this place on fire for you, ready to show you off to all those we come in contact this week. Lord, we love you, and we ask this all in your name. Amen. Breathe the air of heaven. What 
pain is gone and mercy fills the streets to look upon the one who bled to save me and walk with him for all eternity cause there will be a day when all will bow before him
Amen. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we praise you. We celebrate you. We point to you and we look to you with all hope for the future. Lord, we thank you that we do have an eternity secured because of you. And we look forward to the day when we can cry out, holy, holy, holy. Lord, we just pray that this church can begin to be but a taste of that here on earth, looking forward to heaven to come. May we worship you. May we praise you. May we thank you. May we celebrate you. It is in the amazing, saving, glorious name of Jesus that we pray these things. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Man, we are the church. And we have a privilege to be able to lift up Jesus Christ, to be able to make much of him, starting right here and right now. And we will look forward to doing that for all eternity. Praise God, we get to celebrate with the phrase, holy, 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 forever lifting up his name. But man, it doesn't wait till then. And uh, we get to do that here and now. We're in a series called Live by Faith. In fact, this is the close of that series live by faith. And as we're coming to a close today, we're going to be talking about what it means to be the church on fire. What does it mean for us to be modeling Jesus Christ right here in this broken world? Can we all just agree this world is broken? Like that's not very hard to agree with, right? There may be a moment where you held back on that before and now you're like, I'm just trying not to scream it out loud. Like, it is broken. There's a lot of problem going on. Man, may we as a church celebrate Jesus Christ. May we point to him and model him into this world. May we truly be able to say we know the risen Savior. And all of God's people said, amen, man. So do me a favor. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 1. And as we get going here, we're just going to be talking about two different prayers, two different battle cries that we can bring before our God. So prayer number one, point number one. Lord, may I model your oneness in the church. Lord, may I model your oneness in the church. And a huge part of us being able to celebrate the greatness of Christ is that we literally start modeling who he is. And oneness, unity, is a big part of that. So here we go. Let's get started in verse one. It says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness. Let's just hold right there. He says, I therefore, and when we see the therefore, we say, what's the therefore? Therefore, why is it connecting back? What's it connecting to? In fact, this is the beginning of chapter 4 in Ephesians. It's looking back to chapters 1 through 3, which was all about the theology behind our hope in God. Chapters 1 through 3 of Ephesians is packed full with theology. Theology like he has chosen, he guarantees, he saves by faith, he gives way more than we could ever ask or imagine or hope. Paul's like, therefore, like because of that truth, Here's some actions to come. And chapters 4, 5, and 6 of Ephesians is actually large-scale applicational call-out. So this is the beginning of the application call-out 
here in chapter 4. He says, I therefore a prisoner of the Lord. Paul's like, just so we're clear, what I'm telling you to do, put me in jail. What I'm telling you to do costs, but I'm telling you we get to represent the Savior. Here we go. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Walk in a manner worthy. May our words, may our actions, may our thoughts reflect back well on the King who has saved us for all eternity. Walk in a manner worthy. May my day today life literally lift Jesus Christ up and point to him saying, this is the one I know. Walk in a manner worthy. Notice it does not say walk in a manner worthy of making much of yourself. Like it doesn't say that. But in fact, that's where a lot of people get to in life is life starts to become how do I lift me up? How do I make much of what I want to make? How do I make clear the point I want to make and walk in a manner worthy of whatever point I'm trying to make? Man, the one point we have to make is we know the Savior. His name is Jesus Christ. I will show you who he is by how I act and how I breathe and how I respond. And all of God's people said, huge call, man, walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, he says, with all humility and gentleness. With all humility and gentleness. It honestly almost can catch you off guard. It's like, walk in a manner worthy. And you would think like the next words might be, with all dedication, with commitment and forcefulness, you make it clear who you stand. That's not what he says. With humility and gentleness. Why did he choose those two words? You know, if you go to Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, you don't have to turn there, but here's what it says. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. And then he starts to describe himself. One of the only places in scripture where we actually hear of the heart of Jesus. And he says, I am gentle and lowly in heart. Gentle and lowly. By the way, those two words, gentle and lowly, are the exact same two words you see here. The root Greek word, same in it. Gentle and lowly. Here he's like, make sure there is humility and gentleness. Gentle and lowly. That's who Jesus Christ is. Jesus stepped into this world with a thunderous statement. Gentle and lowly. And he's like, make sure that you as a church... Walk just as Jesus walked, gentle and lowly. A high respect for who he is, living exactly as he lives. I was just thinking about things this week. I wrote this down. Humility and gentleness are the fingerprints of Jesus Christ. Humility and gentleness are the fingerprints of Jesus Christ. Harshness and pride are the fingerprints of the world. Humility and gentleness are the fingerprints of Jesus Christ. Make sure your life shows the fingerprints of Jesus. Humility and gentleness. Harshness and pride, man, that's the flesh, that's the world. May we not reflect that. He says, with all humility and gentleness. And then he says, with patience, bearing with one another in love. With patience, bearing with one another in love. You know, that word patience in the original language, it literally is these two words put side by side. Long, 
suffering. Just let those two words, we hear the word long-suffering and we immediately translate it back to patience and we get kind of used to the word. But here's what it's really saying. Suffering a lot. Patience. Suffering a lot. Man, may we grasp that we are called to take it on the chin a little bit. All too often, we get pretty used to going, I can't believe you just said that. You're dead to me. Right? We get this kind of response that's super aggressive. I'm not going to listen anymore. You wronged me once. I'm done. Is that suffering a lot? You wronged me even once. I'm done with you. We have to be super careful that we walk in a way that we're called to walk with patience, suffering a lot, longing for Christ to get the glory, taking it well, he says, even bearing with one another in love, like putting up with the fact that they're a little annoying, bearing with one another, dealing with the fact that they don't quite think the way you think, they don't quite respond the way you'd respond, but you're going to love nonetheless, bearing with one another. It means hurting with them when they hurt. It means coming alongside and helping when they need help. It means partnering together. It means forgiving one another. Being willing to say, I release of that. I know that that hurt me. And I understand we're talking it out. I'm letting that go. Bearing with one another. Being patient with one another. Humble and gentle. Um, Can I just say these are not the words of the world today? Is that a no-duh statement or what? The no-duh statement. The world is more like this. Hate anyone who doesn't think exactly like you. Get even. Cut them off. Cancel them. Jump on them. Everything is so divisive. I'm telling you the church called to follow Jesus Christ. Humble and gentle and long-suffering and bearing with one another that God might get the glory. This is the call out for those as we work side by side with those who love the Lord. Man, this church and as we work within this church, we better be these things, especially towards one another. Notice it says bearing with one another in love, that word agape there, self-sacrificing. Laying it on the line that Christ might get the glory, self-sacrificing. Not you wronged me once, I'll never talk to you again. Self-sacrificing. I'm willing to work side by side with you. He says, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Eager, like you are in the blocks, the gun's about ready to go. You're that racer ready to take off. Eager. I can't wait to find a way to maintain unity. Notice it says maintain, like God has ushered it in. May we now help be a part of continuing it. Maintain the unity. Literally, that word unity there is the word oneness. It means maintain the oneness that's going on in the body. Notice it says maintain the unity of the spirit. The unity of the spirit, this is a super huge deal. He is not saying maintain human unity. He's not saying that. 
He's not like, just find any old way to try to get along with the people next to you. It's not some horizontal call. We have to be super careful with this. Let me just say it this way. As I reflected on it, I wrote these words. Biblical unity never breaks your worship. Biblical unity never breaks your worship. In other words, you will always, first and foremost, be in a vertical connection with your God. If somebody is calling you to align with them, but to do it, you have to separate from Jesus, the answer is no. Are you hearing me on that? Unity with Christ, first and foremost. Biblical unity never breaks your worship. Never. Everybody say never. Never breaks your worship. You are in alignment with your Savior. He gets all your worship. And anybody in that boat, man, you are one with them. This is a huge privilege to come together side by side with God working in our souls, God moving in this church. And as we worship Jesus Christ, we will celebrate him. There will be many that will begin to say, well, I don't like how you make me feel about your love of Jesus and you're saying he's the only way. The goal is to be kind and gentle, but your oneness is with your Savior, and your oneness is with those who call him Savior. May God get all the glory. Man, gentle and kind is one thing. Unity will come with those who worship Jesus Christ. The church must be a model of oneness. Everybody just say oneness. Man, it is our call out that we maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. It's a huge privilege that we go after this biblical unity together here in this church. And then he starts to go into the oneness statements. He says there is one body and one spirit, one body, one church, one capital C church, one collection of all those who are saved. May we model that. Man, as this little C church, Summit Point Church, rallies together, may we model that Jesus Christ is our King and that we are one together with Him. There is one body. Everybody say one body. May we live that way. One body, one spirit. One Holy Spirit, there are a lot of people walking around trying to talk about the religion that they found. There is one Spirit. Man, the Holy Spirit, the comforter moving in this world and in this church. He says, just as you were called to one hope of your calling, and there is one hope for salvation. There are not many ways to heaven. There are not many ways to Jesus Christ. There is one hope. Man, as we believe that Jesus is risen from the dead, as we confess him as Lord, we have hope of eternal life coming. One hope, one spirit, one body, and we're all rallying together for that privilege. Man, please hear me. This world is pushing for you to find as many different things as you can find. And God is calling you to find the oneness. May this church, may each of us individually begin to model oneness in honor of Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, huge privileges, we get to do that. Now he kind of runs through some lists here. He says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. One Lord, like there is one in charge. God Almighty, right? One Lord, one faith, 
There's only one way to Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. One faith. Man, there is a unity within the church as we run together after things. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. This is speaking more to the effect of the Holy Spirit on your soul. This is speaking to that moment of awakening the soul, this regeneration, this life given, and that's a one time and it lasts forever. The hope that we have of the work of the Spirit in us and the change in our souls. One baptism and then one God and Father of all. We have a one God, we have one spirit, and we have one Savior, Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, and all of those work together as one. Three persons, one God, one essence, oneness is what is honored in God. May we truly lift up the oneness of him. It says, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in you all. Yes, there are many's of us. There is one God. So here's our call out. We need to be living life where we all are not a giant crew of individuals just running around trying to make my own personal mark. But instead, we are one. Everybody just say, we're one. We're one. Louder and bigger. Man, we are one. And as one, we come together to worship the one God of the universe. May he get all the glory. This is the battle cry. Lord, may we model your oneness in the unity of the church. May we truly bring it together in celebration of you. You know, this past week we had a ton going on uh, in the church here and we were working around getting a bunch done on Thursday, a very busy day as we were trying to get some of the final backpacks and church supplies out. We got those out to the spots that they needed to go. By the way, so many people so appreciative of that. The organizations that we partnered with as well, the foster care and whatnot, just to be able to get them to the uh, to foster care kids and to get it out to the East Peoria schools for whoever might still have a need that couldn't get here on that Saturday. And so appreciative of being able to give so much Thank you for your giving this one more time. This church rocks and it's an amazing care for others. And uh, they just so appreciate it. We had to get those things out to them. And so we had a plan to take off here about one. We were kind of running around getting some things done. We actually had a little bit of leftover food from something. And so they put it in the oven to kind of heat it up. And uh, the goal was to just be able to grab some quick food there so we didn't have to worry about get, grabbing a lunch. And uh, just being a little impatient, a few of us were like, we got to get it going, let's go get it. So I went over to get some of it real quick, and it wasn't quite warmed up enough yet, but it was good enough. And so I opened up the oven and grabbed one of those longer utensils, and I reached in to go grab it, and it started to kind of fall off. And as it did, I went like this to try to catch it, and I touched the element of the stove, and I, I felt this just... And I looked at it, and I had stuff on it. I don't know what was on the element that got on my hand, but it hurt a little bit. So I went over to the water, and I turned it on. And as the cold water ran on it, the stuff came off. And so did the first layer of my skin. Just washed away. And I'm like, ugh, that's not going to be good. So I uh, went over to Jeannie Yearly, who's now on staff with us. She's a nurse as well. And uh, so I went over to her. I'm like, uh, what do you think? And we're staring at it like, how does that not hurt you? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Right now, I'm 
doing okay. I feel it a little bit, and actually still do feel it a little bit. Maybe that means I burned the nerves. Not sure. It was pretty deep burn. I'm just telling you, after that, all of a sudden I started feeling my stomach sort of get a little, you know how when you know you've been hurt, you don't even feel it yet, but you're just like, uh-oh, this is going to be bad, right? And then, by the way, never go home and Google at night what this could mean and what could happen. <laughs> Holy mackerel, does that mess it up? So people have these giant things hanging off of them. I'm like, what's going to happen to me, you know? And, and uh, all of a sudden, I can't eat anything. I'm going to not really, like, why am I feeling this way? Because I am one. And when it has happened to me, it has happened to me. You know what I'm saying? And all too often, we in the church, maybe the left hand looks at the right hand, and you're like, so what if the right hand got burned? I'm fine. I'm kind of sick of this body being so right-handed anyway. Maybe it should be more about me right now, you know? Just sort of fed up with them. And all too often, we live individually, but we are a body. We are one. Everybody say, we are one. We are one, one, man. And we're called to live that oneness out. May we hurt with each other and care for each other and help one another and forgive one another and work along the way. So simple question, how is your oneness? How are you doing? Or maybe here's another question. When you walked in the room today, how many people did you say, dead to me? dead to me, not going to talk to them. Like, do you have that going on? Be careful. If you're in a position where you're starting to measure individuality and you're losing the oneness, we're missing the call of the church. May we come together as one. May we lift up our God. By the way, the measure of Satan working is division. Always, always, always. When there is high division, Satan is at work. Please be careful. We are one. May we model it within this church and even out into the world. May they see us working together. And all of God's people said, amen, man. Point number two. Lord, may I model your giving heart in the church. Lord, may I model your giving heart in the church. Just jump to verse 11. We're going to skip over a few verses there and just go to verse 11. May we model his giving heart. It says, and he gave. This is talking about Jesus now. Remember, Jesus is the one who said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. This is how Jesus in part builds the church. It says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers right? He gave. These are huge gifts. And notice the gift being given is actually the person. Here the gift is not the ability, it's the person themselves. He gave the apostles. He gave the prophets, right? So let's go through it. The apostles, these are the ones who have the ability to lead and to build. This was a special gift to those in that early church that had the unique ability and the Holy Spirit inspiration to be able to write the word and lead the church. And the apostles given very specifically by Jesus. The prophets, those who share forth the word of God. What does God say? What does he mean? Thus saith the Lord through preaching, through bringing the word, right? Uh, 
sharing forth the word, the prophets, the evangelists. These are the ones who step outside of the church and begin to communicate with the world, welcoming them in. The evangelists beginning to communicate the love of Jesus to this world and teaching what it means to believe and confess that Jesus is Lord. To be able to make much of him. Evangelists growing the church as the world is called to this place to honor Jesus Christ. And then the shepherd and teachers. The shepherd, this is the ones caretaking and protecting. The ones that come alongside the hurting the ones that be able to provide along the way. And then the teachers, these are the ones who come alongside of the prophet. The, Thus saith the Lord words. The teachers begin to say, here's how those work together. Here's how it comes together. In fact, often when we preach on a Sunday, we're actually bringing some of the proclamation and some of the teach. Here's the practical application. Here's some steps to go after. Here's ways to do it. And bringing those together on a Sunday. These different gifts, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherd, the teacher, all these roles within the church. Man, please hear me. The church does not function without all of us coming together and beginning to say, I am here to worship Jesus Christ. May he get all the glory. I am here to give my life as I worship, walk, work, and witness for Christ. Man, you are a gift to this church. Did you know that? He actually says that he gives people to the church to build it. So man, if you have come to this church, if you have trusted Christ as Savior, if you call this home, hear me, you are a gift to this church. Why has he placed you here? What role is he calling you to play? In fact, look at the words that come next. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. For the work of ministry, equipping, this is a preparing, this is a calling, this is a providing along the way to be able to help prepare others to work within the church walls, to be able to partner together as a team and be able to make much of Jesus Christ as we work side by side. Man, where has God called you to serve in this church? We are called to be one and you are given with a purpose May we help you get to that right spot. That's our goal. That's our hope. That's our privilege. That you get to live out exactly what Christ has for you in this church and make much of him. It says, until or for the building up of the body, encouraging and strengthening for the building up of the body until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Just so you know, he's talking about heaven. Until we all attain to absolute perfection, until we can see Jesus as he is, this is the plan. A church that comes together as one. Us serving alongside of each other, making much of our God, partnering together. You are a gift. You've been given that this church might flourish, that God might get the glory. What are you being called to? All of that until heaven comes. And what's the goal here on earth? What's the goal of our change in life? It says, to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Like for each of us to be mature and looking and responding like Christ to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ, to be transformed one 
degree of glory at a time to look more like Christ. The goal here in this church as we work together. He says, so that, purpose statement, so that we may no longer be children. Just so I'm clear, that is not a compliment. Right? So that we may no longer be children. He's like, look, you're missing it. You're, you're missing what's going on. You're making it all about self. You're missing what's happening and you're easily distracted so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves. In other words, distracted by every little thing that comes along and making it about me. He says, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, and by craftiness and deceitful schemes. I just summarized them this way. By bogus teaching, bogus thinking, and bogus acting. Easily distracted. Easily pulled away by the person that walks in and starts to say things a little differently or calls to some unique action or gets upset about something and tries to call for division. And all of a sudden, we kind of get aimless in where we're headed. He's like, be careful. You are called to serve by the God of the universe. If you are saved, you have been given to this church for a purpose. May God get all the glory. Man, Christ is growing this church. Christ is building this church, and you, you are a part of that plan. What a sweet, sweet privilege along the way. That said, so we want to take a moment today just to give you an opportunity as we begin to launch into this ministry year for you to begin to take a step forward. Now, you may already be serving somewhere, and that's great. If you are, then just keep serving there and keep rocking for Jesus Christ. But man, you may not be serving anywhere and you've been looking for maybe a time, maybe an on-ramp. So everybody should have a card. As you came in, you should have got it. If you didn't get a card, don't worry, we got you covered. So we got the QR codes up here. Let's go ahead and throw a QR code up here. So we're doing this very like 2020, 2021-ish, right? So for those of you who haven't used a QR code, just go ahead and pick up your phone, turn on the camera. You can do it right now in the service. Pick up your phone, turn on the camera, and you point it at the QR code, and it will instantly pull up a little link. You click the link, and the form is open, okay? So for those of you who haven't used it, go ahead and do it. You don't even have to zoom in, I'm telling you. The QR code technology in your phones is rocking nowadays. So go ahead and use the QR code. Our request is that you actually fill this out electronically using the QR code. If that QR code doesn't work for you somehow, then there's a QR code on the card, too, in the top right corner. You can use that as well, all right? If the QR codes don't work in either place or you don't have a phone or you're just against electronic technology in any way, whatever it is, feel free to use the card to fill it out. But here's my request. Take some time right now to prayerfully consider where you might serve. Man, we would love to have people pouring into the children's ministry, helping there. We would love to have people helping out in the junior high. We need a couple of leaders there a couple of people in the high school ministry. We would love to have some people stepping up to say, I'll help usher at some of the different services. But man, there's a whole list of things we've got going on. It's not just those. So let's just take a moment right now where you're going to prayerfully consider what it looks like to willingly serve. If you're not serving in our church, just go ahead and sign up. Sign up online, sign up using the QR codes, and let's get you plugged in. In this next couple of weeks, we'll get back to you with it. So take a moment prayerfully to consider, I'm literally going to walk off the stage 
and give you a chance to be prayerfully considering what that looks like, how we might be one. Lord, why have you brought me here? Just take a look at the link either off the QR code or even on the card. May God get all the glory. Take a look at the link. Keep praying through things, making a decision. Man, if you're already serving, just be praying that God be moving in this church right now. Just be praying. We're going to take a moment more here. We love you. And God has placed you here for a reason. Let's join together. And let's make a statement of our oneness. May God get all the glory. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do on the way out. I'm just going to ask for every single person to turn in their cards. Who's turning in their cards? Every single person. Empty is fine. You're turning in your card empty. That means you've used the electronic form or you're already serving or whatever. It just doesn't make sense right now. I get it. But you're turning that card back in. Okay, just turn those cards all back in. And so if you're like, well, maybe I need this QR code now. <laughs> your phone out and just get a pic of this QR so that you can actually get the link up, okay? And you're going to turn those cards all back in on the way out. May God get all the glory. And we're going to take time over the next week or two or three to be able to get together with all of you, to be able to reach out to all of you who have selected whatever and try to get you placed into those spots. Please know this. There is absolutely an essential moment of needing people to serve and with all that's going on with COVID and some of the concerns and everything else, there are some who need to pull back. So if you're able to, man, it's time. Step up. May God get all the glory, all right? May we be willing to serve. Just take another minute to be reflecting on that and considering that. While you do that, I'm just going to ask uh, Larry and Heather and uh, Steve Belzer, our chairman, to come on up.
like they're not in the room. Somebody get Larry and Heather. Let me uh, just close in prayer here with this piece. Lord God, we thank you for the privilege to serve. We thank you for the privilege of your church. We thank you for who you are. We love you and we praise you. Lord, I just pray for each person filling out a form, each person who's feeling a tug to fill out a form. Lord, may you give them the wisdom of what they might put down and may we put them in the right spot. May you get all the glory. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. Amen. All right. So here's the deal. Um, willing to serve. There is one church. Everybody say one. Capital C church, man. One church. And while there are many little C churches, there is one capital C church. And so we need to honor that. We're not centered up at all. Let's get centered up here. I'll let you guys go middle. So uh, super important that we grasp that there's one church. And so I just wanted to again remind you, I know we said this at the beginning of the summer, but Pastor Larry Holt, who has been our worship pastor and uh, covering over a number of ministries there with production and graphics and communication and that, has now taken a job in another place, and that's been kind of working through the summer, getting ready to go for September to New York uh, to take over an executive pastor job there. And uh, so we again just wanted to take today to be a day to give a little reminder of that, to let them be able to share a prayer request from each of them and have Steve pray. And then we'll have them down here at the front afterwards for those who haven't been able to already give your goodbyes and let them know how much we're going to miss them. All right? So how can we be praying for you? as you're headed to New York? Yeah, I think for, um, for me, the big thing is really just that we want to see God move uh, in New York the same way he has worked through us here. Um, when we joined on to the, to the launch team back in 2006, it was very clear that God's hand was all over this thing. And, and my big job was just to get out of the way and let him work. And um, this is a very different community. The community we're going into is one of the most unchurched areas in the country. Um, it's a different role, I'm executive pastor. It's a it's a different kind of role for me. Um, it's a it's a different time. 2021 is a very different environment than 2006, but it's the same God. And as and as you said, it's it's one God, it's one church, and um, we just want to see God move there. Um, I know He wants to impact New Yorkers as much as He does Illinoisans. I still don't know what that right what the right word is there. Um, lived here for 20 years. Um, but uh, just want to see God work in the same way there that he's, that he's done here. Amen. Amen. And Heather, how can we be praying from your perspective on this move? All right. Well, thank you for asking for our prayers. Um, we could use all of them. Um, but specifically um, for our family, um, we're leaving. We haven't lived very far from our children before, and we're leaving three behind. <laughs> We're um, Maddie, Newt, and his wife, Mackenzie, um, Mac, and his wife, Megan, and our sweet grandson, Everett. Um, we'll be seen here while Emerson is adventuring with us. <laughs> and, um, and so just the transition and just kind of figuring out that new normal and figuring out um, what that is for our family. And I know several of you probably live far from your family. Um, it can be done. Um, but prayers on that would be greatly appreciated. And um, But we'll be traveling back and forth, and specifically we'll be traveling, um, flying back on Friday so we can attend a child dedication. So you'll still see us. 
um, was totally coming back. And, um, and then after trial dedications, um, we have to pick up a 200 plus pound pig and drive him to New York. So prayers on that would be greatly appreciated too. So Live pig. Yeah. yeah. Friend, yes. family member. Pet. Pet. Not Just food. being clear so people aren't like... <laughs> no, pay for us, not the pig. Why don't you buy your food there would be a good... Yeah. Okay, let's have Steve Belzer uh, just cover these in prayer. And uh, here's my request. If we could just ask everybody to raise a hand. You're praying over and with. And let's pray out, Steve. Dear Lord, let's pray. Uh, we uh, are so thankful, Lord, that uh, you brought Larry and Heather to us uh, nearly 15 years ago, Lord, as we prayed uh, that your will would be done for that position that was so key to us starting as a church. The church is here today, Lord, that you have blessed so well, and uh, we just uh, appreciate uh, the contributions that they've made to the ministry here, Lord, in such a high way and so many, uh, for so many years. Uh, but Lord, we are also confident from talking with them that they believe that now that you are drawing them to that next chapter, Lord, to the next thing for them, uh, that this is your will. And Lord, we just uh, now pray that uh, you will watch over and protect and do all those things, Lord, uh, to help this to be a smooth transition that uh, we just want the best for both Larry and Heather, their family, as they make uh, this uh, transition, Lord, the next chapter. Uh, but very specifically, Lord, now uh, we just pray uh, for Larry that uh, this will be uh, a smooth transition to new responsibilities, Lord, that uh, this will be a church in his role that will be responsive to him and, uh, Lord, that uh, you will just go ahead of him uh, and prepare uh, that group uh, for Larry and Heather as a couple, Lord, we just pray for uh, their family members that will still be here in the area, and for those that are going to be going with them, uh, Lord, we just pray for, again, uh, uh, travel, uh, Lord, as they, as they move out and uh, uh, as they move in, Lord, we just pray that you will go ahead of them there also, uh, but Lord, just help this to go smoothly, uh, help them to see you in each of the next steps as they are making that transition, Lord. Uh, we love them. Uh, we, uh, again, are so appreciative, Lord, of what they've done here. And, uh, Lord, we just want to see this go well for them uh, and their church. We just pray that you will bless that time, uh, Lord, that uh, there will be great fruitfulness in this next chapter. Uh, Lord, again, we thank you. Uh, we pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Just one last time. Can we just thank Larry and Heather for all that they have meant to this church over the years? Praying for you guys, man. Praying for you. Praying for you. We are one. And um, transitions will come and go. And uh, roles and responsibilities come and go. We come together as one. And while we are a little C church, Summit Point Church right here, and know this, God has you here for a reason. May we rally together. May God get all the glory. And may we lay our hearts on the line with full abandon. All for his name and his fame.
and all of God's people said, Amen. I'm just going to ask you to go ahead and stand, and we're going to close in worship here as we lift up our Savior. Let's pray.
ashes weak Will you help me see You are all that I need You are all that I sacrificial, unified as one, seeing that we are the gift to this church by God Almighty. Lord, may I serve you. May we go after it with all we've got. Man, if you haven't filled out a card and you want to go after the willing to serve, you can still use the QR code off of that card. Obviously, you can turn the card in as well. Just remember, everybody's turning their cards in, right? Everybody turn them in on the way out, empty or not. Just go ahead and turn those in and uh, we'll collect all of those up. Um, that said, we're also going to have Larry and Heather down front here. So if you do want to come down and just say a goodbye, if you haven't had a chance to do that, they will be down front here, all right? We love you guys. We are one. Everybody say, we are one. Louder, bigger. We are one. Because my God is one. Everybody say, my God is one. My God is one. May we worship him. May we praise him. May God get all the glory. Love you guys. Take care. God bless you.